At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in to Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Final hour of the program here. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, on a 4th of July weekend. A lot of fun here in town, always in Las Vegas, Nevada, but especially around a holiday weekend. Big fight night on Saturday, and a lot Mm -hmm. of people in town for the fireworks that will be happening on Monday, some fireworks on the diamonds as well. We're all tied at four apiece in the nation's capital. 4-4 between the Miami Marlins and the Washington Nationals. The Toronto Blue Jays, they will not go quietly, putting up a little fight here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Tampa Bay still out in front of the Blue Jays 7-3. to Again, bottom of the ninth inning there in Toronto. The Angels and the Astros, they are all tied at two apiece in the top of the eighth inning there in Houston. Your in-game total is at five and a half. The Baltimore Orioles leading the Minnesota Twins. In fact, make it a final. Baltimore beats Minnesota 3-1 to the score there. The Boston Red Sox leading the Chicago Cubs 2-1 to in the bottom of the seventh. Your in-game total there at Wrigley Field is 5. The Arizona Diamondbacks still 5 to nothing over the Colorado Rockies in the bottom of the sixth. And your in-game total adjusts to just nine runs there 
in the Mile High City and the Chicago White Sox trying to make it a sweep on the road of the San Francisco Giants. Two to nothing. They lead early in that ball game, bottom of the third inning in San Francisco. And uh, Derek Carty's play on the Los Angeles Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw off to a good start. They lead San Diego one to nothing. Seattle leads Oakland one to nothing. Extra innings, by the way, now in Washington, a four to four tie between Florida and, or excuse me, Miami Marlins <laughs> and the Washington Nationals. Uh, Marlins took the lead two nothing in the seventh, and the Nats took the lead in the bottom in the eighth, three to two, two out, nobody on in the top of the ninth. Walk and a homer for Miami. They take a four to three lead. Then the Nats tie it with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. So if you had the under. I mean, we, we were looking at the Nats getting no hit in the seventh inning here, and so kind of a tough beat if you had that. Brady, before we get into the segment, though, you mentioned 4th of July weekend, so I do want to make a service announcement to the v Nation out there. If you got fireworks, use them all by tomorrow night. Use them all by July 4th. Don't be having the fireworks in reserve and doing them on July 8th and July 9th and scaring all of our pets and all of that stuff and the kids. So uh, use them tonight or tomorrow, and then I don't want to hear any more of them for the rest of the year. Well, the the pets is is a real deal for sure. Uh, I, I know we'll be taking care of our dogs tonight and make sure uh, they don't freak out too much tonight and tomorrow night for sure. Uh, let's get back to the golf for a moment, and then I want to get into some NBA, and in the next segment we're going to talk with former NBA player Eric Snow. Um, but it is a really big week of golf we have coming up across the pond. We, of course, finish up the Irish Open. Adrian Moronk gets a win for me, gets a win for himself mm-hmm. uh, to kick things off with the Irish Open. We stay in Ireland, in Limerick, Ireland, on Monday and Tuesday, a little two-day Pro-Am event with an incredible field that includes Tiger Woods, the J.P. McManus Pro-Am. Then on Thursday, we kick off the Scottish Open, another incredible field with 14 out of the top 15 players in the world rankings. They will play in Scotland and the Scottish Open. We stay in Scotland for the 150th edition of the British Open, the the climactic event there of this golf run at the old course at St. Andrews, and it ought to be a beauty. But talk to me a little bit about this J.P. McManus Pro-Am. I am not really familiar with it. I don't recall having this in the past. It's kind of a little one-off, two-day thing, but the odds are up. The field is absolutely incredible. I mean, you've got Woods, you've got Matthew Fitzpatrick, Justin Rose, Sam Burns, Adam Scott, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, John Rahm, Rory, Cantley, Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, you name it, they're here. I believe it is still at the Limerick Golf Club. Yes. Uh, I think that they're still having it there. But uh, Tiger flew into like Adair Manor yes. Golf Resort or something yes. like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's right nearby there. And uh, uh, Mr. McManus, by the way, if you're not familiar with him, he is a Irish billionaire, a guy that you see a lot playing in, in kind of these pro-am tournaments. You see him in the... Uh, the Alfred Dunhill Links okay. over in the fall and the DP World Tour also plays usually with the European player more often than not at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He's a businessman, racehorse owner, also was one of the primary shareholders of one Manchester United, one of the most profitable go. sport franchises in all of global sport. Uh, got bought out by Malcolm Glazer and the Glazer family in 2005. So uh, McManus is a guy that that has quite a lot of money here and uh, you know very connected with a lot of the golf community so 
Clearly, he commands some kind of respect getting these guys to go over there and play on July 4th and July 5th to get nine of the top 10 in the world playing this event and to get, you know, Rory and Rom and Tiger and Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns and the guys that played in the live event this weekend, DJ and Brooks Kepka and DeShambo, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a big event. Uh, I'm looking to see who in town here in Las Vegas has it priced, obviously. I think the Westgate does. Yeah, Westgate I know does, but Global. Globally, I'm not sure if DraftKings or or FanDuel or whatever. I have not seen it yet at BetMGM. But and it might. Well, I guess it's got to come up before tomorrow. Yes. It's got to come up this evening yes. because they're in Ireland, obviously. Yeah, so they're going to be starting very early tomorrow. So uh, probably not the majority of the books are going to have this up because it's a pro-am. They don't know a lot about the format. Maybe there's not the betting interest in it. So, you know, keep your eye out, obviously, for that. We did mention a couple of the guys. They pretty much mirror what we see at like the Open Championship, almost similar odds of what we've seen our buddy Jeff Sherman put up here at the Westgate. 10 to 1 for Rory, 12 to 1 for Rom, 12 to 1 for Scheffler, 50 Morikawa, for Woods. Yeah, Morikawa in the teens. So it kind of mirrors what you're going to see basically for those open championship odds that we gave you from BetMGM earlier. Well, if the Irish Open was the appetizer, then the JP McManus Pro Am, I believe, is the Sorbet. Mm-hmm. And the uh, entree will be the Scottish Open, followed by the British Open in the following week. Uh, what a run of golf it has been. I'm looking forward to it. Let's talk some NBA because what a frenzy of uh, the NBA offseason has begun this past week and the championship odds, not only at uh, Westgate where our friend Jeff Circa or Jeff Circa, yes. Jeff Sherman is, <laughs> also at Circa where our friend Jeff Davis is and of course at BetMGM as well. The odds have been on the move all over the place in the NBA with the KD and Kyrie news. The Warriors all of a sudden lost three of their players from the championship roster. You know, the Knicks are making moves. The Atlanta Hawks. Everybody is really involved here, and it's kind of a race to get things done uh, before you miss out on the party. And as far as the KD and Kyrie situation, Kevin Durant, and we'll, I want to ask Eric Snow about this as well. Kevin Durant does not have a lot of leverage. He's under contract uh, for four more years. Right, exactly, with the Brooklyn Nets. And yet the Suns are the favorite to land the big star. Uh, the second choice is for him to stay with the Brooklyn Nets. And I, the last I saw was at 7-1. to one. The Miami Heat, also a choice uh, for Kevin Durant where he wouldn't mind landing. And I wouldn't uh, be surprised if that is where he landed either. They were about 9-1 to one to get uh, Kevin Durant. But if you look at the line movement as far as the NBA championship for this next year, the Suns, they went from 10-1 to one to plus 550. Mm-hmm. The Heat went from 14 to 1 to 9 to 1. The Lakers, they're in talks with apparently Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook, some stuff going on there. They've gone down from 14 to 1 to 11 to 1. The Knicks from 150 to 1 to 100 to 1. So a lot of movement all over the board, Wes, with all of this news that has been happening in the relatively new NBA offseason. Yeah, and and you've seen the Suns kind of become the favorite to land Kevin Durant because keep in mind, This is likely to be kind of a trade deal, maybe a three-team trade. And we've seen a lot of these teams have been that are that are kind of out of it a little bit or rebuilding, acquiring draft picks like the Indiana Pacers, for example. They are likely to be maybe a third team in a trade if they can get this deal done where Durant like goes to Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton. Looks like he may be on the move somewhere, and then you've got a team like the Pacers that save money under the cap that can maybe take on an under-max contract, which would be a guy like DeAndre Ayton. Uh, you know, he's been rumored to be being traded out of Phoenix. So 
I know, like him as a player, but yeah, the way. I do too. If, if I you're do a too. Pacer fan. If the Pacers ended up with DeAndre Ayton, I wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, but but it's probably going to be you know how James Jones, the GM of the Phoenix Suns, goes ahead and gets this done. It's more than likely going to be a three team trade, you would think. But Miami I, I wonder if there's going to be any trade at all, though, it, yeah. unless the Nets really find a deal that can extremely yeah. benefit them with draft picks. They and don't whatnot. have to trade him. I mean, he's under he's under contract. By the way, usually these trades, we were talking about it over the break about leverage usually you know you've got one year maybe you're a year and a half left on your deal and that's when you get traded he's got four years left on on his contract here kevin durant so that's not easy to trade look everybody's gonna try to do what they can do to acquire him i know we've been here in the lakers that you know can they do a Kyrie, lebron durant super team i don't think that's going to be possible i think that they could definitely get Kyrie irving and it looks like they're one of the teams that are favored to get him so uh Kyrie and lebron together again out there in los angeles perhaps well the uh, western conference could be very interesting if kevin durant does indeed go to the phoenix suns you've got the defending champ in the golden state warriors you've got the phoenix suns who look like the favorite Mm -hmm. right now to win it all and then uh, of course if they land kevin durant and then you've got down in southern california the lakers if they're able to get kyrie irving it would be a very and then of course don't let's not forget about the dallas mavericks and luka Doncic who made it all the way to the western conference finals last year uh, the Western Conference could be very interesting if all these trades and moves do come to fruition. Money-wise for Dallas, I think Irving would be more likely to land there probably than Kevin Durant because of the years on the contract and whatnot. But clearly, I think, look, Mark Cuban wants to be a player here and sure. and, and wants to get this team back in the championship Well, they got a form. taste of it last year, Absolutely, right? getting to the West Finals. So, you know, you look at that going forward. By the way, the uh, I think the tap, the luxury tax, by the way, is like over $150 million dollars now but there are already several teams over that luxury tax so i get when you're that close you're going to be willing to pay it you know when you're the clippers or you're the boston celtics or milwaukee teams that you think are going to be in the mix to win the championship next year of course you're going to be willing to go over that tax all right Cbez has another birdie he's got one hole left christian bezadenhut is to 18 under par he trails jt poston by two shots poston is currently playing the 15th hole. Christian Bezadenhut will be playing the 18th hole. If he can get another birdie, that'll be the leader in the clubhouse at 19 under par. JT Poston trying to hold on for Mr. Wes Reynolds. We'll be back with Eric Snow for his thoughts on the NBA coming up on Betting Across America brought to you by BetMGM. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back into Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And for more on the NBA offseason frenzy, we bring in our friend Eric Snow. He is a former point guard at Michigan State University and also in the NBA. He went to three NBA finals. He also won the Sportsmanship Award in year 2000. And in 2005, he won the Citizenship Award in the NBA. And congratulations to you, Eric. I imagine you're as proud of those two awards as just about anything. Before we get uh, into everything uh, that is involved as far as the odds and how that has changed uh, across the board, it's all really been fueled by what Kevin Durant had to say earlier in the week and that uh, he wanted to get a trade out of the Brooklyn Nets uh, organization and of course he's under contract he doesn't have a lot of leverage uh, to force their hand at all what are your thoughts on this and do you think it's a good chance that uh, he will not be moving at all out of the Brooklyn Nets organization Uh, I think he's moved Um, I think he's handled it you know the right way I think they you know they have all these situations that happen obviously with James Harden being traded first so it's probably more things that happened than we, we've heard. So I think the fact that he went to ownership and he went to management um, and to voice his, you know, you know, 
wanting to get beat, traded, um, I think they do it. It's just a matter of, you know, who they get in return. So that that right there could be the hold up because you have to depend on other teams, obviously, to make that happen. Yeah, Eric, it seems like if this is going to happen with the Duran trade, that it's going to have to be three teams, that it's not going to be a two-team swap. So, look, we have a lot of these teams that are having cap space and taking draft picks and whatnot. So uh, you're going to probably have to have a third team, I would think. But where do you think he does end up? It seems like the market seemingly says the Phoenix Suns, as long as uh, DeAndre Ayton remains unsigned, that like he should be the piece I would believe that would be moving in a three-team deal. But there's going to be a lot of players and a lot of maneuvering, I think, for his surface services. Uh, so where do you think would be his most likely destination if we were to decide that today? Um, I'm not certain. Um, I think with DeAndre Ayton, the situation with him is that he's a free agent. So he has to agree to go. Right. Sign and trade. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I think Kevin Durant goes to a destination of his choice. I'm just not certain which one that is. I, I don't think they send him to a place that um, he doesn't want to go to or, you know, just a place is not trying to win the championship. So I would think that any place that's probably, you know, you, we would look at as close to making it, winning the championship or kind of on their way or going towards that doing that direction, I would say that that's the type of team that um, Kevin Durant will end up playing for. Eric, uh, do you get the sense, uh, obviously there's speculation with the Lakers here, that they want to do something. Uh, LeBron James, by the way, one more year left on his deal until he becomes a free agent, but do you get the sense that Kevin Durant really wants to be a part of that again? Because remember in Golden State, it was kind of like, oh, when you left the Thunder, you're just riding the coattails, even though he became really the best player on the team going forward, but that he might get that perception again, and he seems to be a little bit sensitive to that, so so do you think I don't think the Lakers are a realistic destination really at this point for KD? Nation for Kyrie, not for um KD. Right. Um yeah, but I, I think Kevin Durant would It looks okay. like he faded out. Yeah, there. yeah. I think we he we, was we agreeing with you. Yeah, and felt yeah. it was more so of a, yeah. a better chance that Kyrie was going to land there than Kevin Durant. Right. A- absolutely. Because I know that there was the speculation that okay, they're going to put this super team together. You know, they're all going to get on the same page out there in L.A. with the Lakers organization, which they have not been really in the past couple of years. Because there's the LeBron and Leon Rose and 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 Leon and uh, excuse me, not Leon Rose, uh, Rich Ball camp. Leon Rose was his old agent now running the Knicks, but there's that camp, and then there's Rob Palenka, who's the GM, and then there's, you know, who has Jeannie Buss's ear in terms of the ownership out there in LA, so yeah, I don't think it's realistic that they get both, but the Kyrie thing is looking more realistic as long as LeBron agrees to it, and uh, to see them, you didn't think maybe they would play together again, but it's looking more and more likely if you judge just by the market. Well, I I thought you brought up an interesting point there, and it kind of ties into, you know, this day and age, James Harden, uh, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and and apparently now we have Eric back on the line. Eric, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. All right. Very good. Um, Of course, Wes and I were just kind of answering your question there for you when you when you fell off I know you were agreeing that there was a better chance that Kyrie would end up with the Lakers than KD 
Um, I, I talked to you as far as the opening question. I said before we get into the odds. Well, now let's get into the odds a little bit as far as what Las Vegas believes is going to happen with Kevin Durant. The Suns are the favorite at around minus 200. You've got to lay $2 just to win one. And then everybody after that is a pretty decent sized long shot. The Brooklyn Nets are the next choice at seven to one. The Miami Heat are in the neighborhood of eight or nine to one. And then the Dallas Mavericks at about 16 to one. But to your point, you talk about the most likely teams are all going to be teams that are contenders to win a title. And certainly Dallas, Miami and Phoenix would be. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, if, you know, looking at you, your odds right here, I mean, you got to, you know, I know I'm a sixer guy, but um, <laughs> you, you got to understand that if, if it's multi-team trade, the Mavericks are probably teams that are um, more in play um, with that situation. Um, I don't really, I don't think the Lakers, like I said, and the Clippers, um, mainly because they have, you know, marquee guys that that are at his position, but yeah, I, I honestly think the Suns, Seventy Sixers, Mavericks, um, he. I think the, I think he'll. If I had to guess, I would say he'll end up in one of those four teams. So, Eric, let's talk about the East here, and including your former team, the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Uh, doesn't seem like there's like a necessarily clear favorite in the Eastern Conference. Obviously. Boston, I think, has drifted at least to the short-term favorite. Uh, a really nice deal getting Malcolm Brogdon. Didn't really have to give up a lot of pieces. Gave up a future pick. Then the signing of Gallinari, giving them another shooter. So Boston making moves. Milwaukee making moves. They keep the core of their team and also bring in Joe Ingles. Now with Philadelphia, James Harden did opt out of the deal. Is he wanting to be a little bit more team-friendly and give Philadelphia a discount? He seemed like he's a little bit more happy in Philadelphia than he was at his previous stops. But uh, what do you make of the 76ers? What do they need to do? Assuming they keep that core, let's say the beard resigns, and then you have Tobias Harris, and of course you have Joel Embiid. What do you think the Sixers are missing to kind of get up there with the Boston and the Milwaukee's and the Miami's of the world? Well, I mean, I think the first off is, is just to play better when they're in a situation to play better. Um, they, they ended the season the same record as Milwaukee and Boston. Um, you know, those three teams were tied behind Miami and, and Boston ended up being the team that went to the, to the finals. So, you know, this, they're close. Um, I think that, um, you know, just collectively, you know, you have Joel, who's a runner up for the MVP and you have James, um, Maxi and Tobias and those guys are playing well, but I, you know, with the additions that they have, they address, um, the defense and the, and the bench depth that they wanted to address. Um, I think that, you know, they've improved their team. But I don't think they're finished. I'm not sure which direction they'll go in to make a, um, any additional changes, but I, I don't think they're finished. Um, but I do believe that they're in a better position having James for a full year, and hopefully everybody comes back and stays healthy, that they're in a better position to contend this coming season than they were this past season. Eric, just about 30 seconds left, but uh, we're probably not finished seeing these odds change as well as this uh, NBA offseason continues. But right now, the Celtics uh, are the favorite at plus 550. Your 76ers are at 12 to 1. And I've actually been talking with a lot of people this week that feel the 76ers are a good bet at 12 to 1. Are, do you feel the same way? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think they are. I think that um, Boston has shown that when teams can go on the run and, and get a rhythm, that they can make things happen in the season, and and they did that. And I believe that 
Um, like I said, having James for a full year, making the proper changes that they're very capable of, of going in and winning the championship next year. All right, my friend. Well, good to talk with you again. Enjoy uh, the NBA offseason, and we'll do it again down the road, Eric. Thank you. Talk soon. All right. That is Eric Snow, a former NBA player and Michigan so, State so point almost guard. football season, by the way, for Eric Snow, his son, part of the Michigan State football team. That, That's uh, right. We're, That's only right. About a, we're only about a month away, Brady, and when we start getting into like two-a-days with all the college football, it's just getting closer and closer. Yeah. Uh, I believe I read something the other day that I think we're less than 60 days away from the first college football mm-hmm. game. That'll be... Uh, T- time to get all your publications, and one of those should be the Visa and College Football Betting Guide. We'll have that out at the end of the month. It's like like every sport has, you know, the the play-in round, and and in college football they call it week zero. Yes, <laughs> which which I don't like. No, uh, I don't need it. Let's all start in the same week, guys. <laughs> all right, very good. Back to some NFL in the next segment, right here on Betting Across America, brought to you by BetMGM. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all of the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Welcome back to Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon, and Wes Reynolds with you. And Wes, I notice you're starting to feel a little bit more comfortable in your chair over there. JT Poston, barring disaster, looks Mm -hmm. like he's going to be able to get this home and win the John Deere Classic wire to wire. He has been the solo leader, I believe, ever since about the third hole on the second round. I think he tied for first round leader. Mm -hmm. So it is really a wire to wire job, but he's been the solo leader since about the third hole on Friday. And right now he has a two shot advantage over Christian Bezadenhout. Bezadenhout was not able to birdie the 18th hole. He, He finishes at 18 under par. Christopher Goderup finishes at 17 under par. Emiliano Grillo still on the course, as well as Scott Stallings. They are 17 under par through 16 holes. Posted minus uh, 3,000 at BetMGM right now to get this home. Emiliano Grillo, 33 to 1. Stallings, 33 to 1. Bezadenhout, uh, 50 to 1. So those are the only four left on the board at BetMGM. They're on the 17th now, the uh, Poston group, which is the last group of the day, and that is a par 5, so you got to think, okay, even a five would be okay. Now, Grillo going to be putting for Eagle here at 17. That could get him to 19 under, probably looking like a two putt here that he is going to be able to be at 18 under heading to the 18th as his Eagle is on the way. It's going to come about maybe three feet short, three and a half feet short. So he should be able to make birdie there and go ahead and get that to 18 under. But yeah, posted only one under on his round today. And that's sometimes what you see at the John Deere Classic. Look, it is a birdie fest, but it does get tougher 
on Sunday because the pin placements at Deer Run are tougher. I know Ian McDonald uh, uh, was uh, listening out there on the course, and he uh, uh, tweeted us about that. So that's what you're seeing. So we'll see if JT Poston is going to be able to get home. We're also monitoring who's going to get those three open championship spots at St. Andrews here in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, maybe Goderup still has a chance. It looks like he's going to lose, though, on a tiebreaker because he doesn't have the world ranking being that he just turned pro. So, you know, that's going to be a little bit difficult. But now JT posting up to minus 5,000 to get this done. So it's it's looking pretty good that uh, you're going to get on the board this week on the DP World Tour. I should get on the board. Should I say you never want to say never because, you know, you don't want to count a win before it happens. But uh, JT Poston certainly in very good position to get it home for us. And uh, there's another sweat going on out there for the people that bet under or over 263 and a half for your Mm -hmm. winning score at our friends over at the Westgate. That was the winning score prop that Jeff Sherman put up. And 263 and a half amounts to 20 and a half under par. So your winning score right now would be 20 under par. But JT Poston does have a par five coming up, so he could get to 21. Who knows? He makes a bogey. He goes the other direction. So that prop bet certainly in the balance right now as well. Let's take a look at the Major League Baseball scoreboard. The Houston Astros tied with the Los Angeles Angels, trying to walk it off here at home in the bottom of the ninth inning. They are tied at two apiece. The Boston Red Sox and Chicago Cubs also tied at two apiece and in the bottom of the eighth inning at Wrigley Field. The Colorado Rockies are on the board. 5-3 to three now in favor of the Arizona Diamondbacks in the bottom of the seventh inning. And Wes, you recall, I was talking about when the Arizona Diamondbacks were up 5 to nothing. We were mm-hmm. about the fourth or the fifth inning. And this in-game total had come all the way down to 9. And I felt that that was low. Well, now we're back at 11. This is on pace right. once again with the Colorado Rockies making it a ball this game. This is still 5 Coors to 3, Field. bottom of 7. Exactly. Yeah, it's still Coors Field now. 5-3, bottom of the seventh. Rockies, by the way, with a runner on. And then we did talk a little bit about the uh, White Sox and the Giants. White Sox uh, maybe getting a sweep out there in San Francisco. They're currently up 3 to nothing. by the way. Lucas Giolito, probably his best outing of the season. So that's encouraging for the Southsiders. He's only given up one hit in in four innings, seven strikeouts already. So, uh, look, I look at the Twitter machine and, you know, Tony La Russa, some people getting a little bit uh, dicey with the fact if he should stay manager. But keep in mind, this team is hurt, especially at the plate. Uh, one team that hadn't been hurting this weekend, though, are the Chicago Cubs. Look, 14 games under 500. They now have tied it up. Patrick Wisdom takes Matt Strom deep. So now all of a sudden, two to two in Wrigley. Los Angeles Dodgers hanging on to a one to nothing lead over San Diego. That is the bottom of the fourth inning there in Chavez Ravine as they try and pull off a four-game sweep of their NL West foes. Five and a half is your in-game total. Seattle still leading Oakland one to nothing in the top of the sixth. Three and a half is your in-game total there. One game left on the board for Sunday, and that is the St. Louis Cardinals visiting the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll have a preview of that game in the next segment. I want to get to some NFL props here, NFL stat leader props. And, of course, we were talking a little prop betting in the NFL earlier with these guys that have moved to teams. Uh, Tyreek Hill going to Miami, Russell Wilson, and Devontae Adams, if you like, under or over on their receiving yards or touchdowns touchdown passes, what have you. 
Uh, let's look at the most regular season passing yards. And of course, this is a quarterback prop. And Tom Brady and Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes are your favorites at BetMGM, all at eight to one to have the most regular season passing yards. And all three of those guys certainly make a lot of sense. Now, Matthew Stafford at plus 850, Joe Burrow at 10 to one, Derek Carr. There's that Derek Carr at 12 mm-hmm. to one. Are you headed there, West? 12 to one on Derek Carr, maybe to have the most regular season passing yards. I just might be and 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 you know I know you talked about the fact that you've got a Derek Carr MVP ticket and, and I'm not saying the Raiders are going to win this division in fact I don't think that they are but I do think that the offense is going to be really good and they're going to score a lot of points and move the ball down the field some of these games are going to be behind a little bit too you might That's think a good because point as well. the defense it's yeah. going to be a new system Patrick Graham a, a solid young defensive coach he comes in from the New York Giants to take over for Gus Bradley who is now the defensive coordinator in Indianapolis under Frank Reich and the Colts, but the Raiders are going to be in a lot of shootouts, you would think, this year. Well, let's remember, though, the Giants had a pretty good defense last yes. year, and one of the reasons they lost a lot of games is because the offense couldn't score, so the defense was on the field a lot. But if you look a lot, it, it just I, what I recall it seemed like the Giants played a lot of good defense in the first half mm-hmm. and eventually were worn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, because the Giants just, they, they were decimated on offense by injuries, especially on the offensive line. Saquon Barkley never can quite seem to stay healthy. So, yeah, they were absolutely hurting, and it was just tee-off time against Daniel Jones, and they couldn't move the football. So maybe the defense will improve a little bit. Uh, you know, they certainly can rush the passer. With, with oh, yeah. you know, especially with Max Crosby, who they locked up long term and got a big contract this summer. So you think that they're going to be good in terms of the front four now? Can Chandler this, Jones is who Ch- they added. Chandler correct? Jones, yep. yes. So you're you're wondering though, with the Raiders, can they cover? That is the one thing that's a concern there in the secondary because they've been very hit or miss. And a lot of times they were missed last year because especially playing that one high safety that they did against the Chiefs when everybody was playing the two (laughs) high safeties and like, okay, you know, play it underneath, you know, and and don't let, you know, make them, you know, bend but don't break. Make the Chiefs have long drives instead of these two or three play drives. But when they played the Raiders, it seemed like the Chiefs scored about 200 points combined in those two games. Uh, But they were certainly in the 40s. in both of those games, but I do think that the Raiders are going to be able to throw the ball. Now, can they get a good rushing attack? Can Josh Jacobs stay healthy? That is going to be a key, I think, for the Raiders going forward. But you know that they're going to be able to throw the ball. They got good young receivers. They add a, a legit number one receiver with Devontae Adams. Plus, you have Renfro underneath that's that could be maybe they're like Cooper Cup S type of player. And then you have one of the best tight ends in Darren Waller. All right, real quick here. Let's look at uh, most regular season rushing yards. Your man Jonathan Taylor is the favorite at five to one. Derrick Henry also at five to one. Dalvin Cook at nine to one along with Nick Chubb and Elijah Mitchell of the 49ers at 14 to one same price on Joe Mixon yeah this is kind of a hard one uh, I, I do think Jonathan Taylor is the rifle favorite Derek Henry coming back healthy from that injury that forced him to miss basically half of last season maybe this is you know kind of a rebound season I know he's a uh, short price for a uh, comeback player of the year certainly but if I'm going a little bit down the board San Francisco, I, I do think that they're still going to try to run the ball. Now, what sure. happens with Debo? Are they, you know, if he's back, well, are they going to overuse Mitchell might him? even see more opportunities yeah. because Debo has said, I he don't doesn't want to run, run the ball yeah. all the time. Exactly. So that's why I think Elijah Mitchell at 14 to 1 uh, uh, could matter. 
the Cleveland is going to be able to run the ball as well, I would think, with the healthy offensive line. You have Chubb at 9-1. to one. However, Kareem Hunt, you got to think, right. is, is going to get at least some carries and split them up. So if I'm looking just at, at the prices that were listed there on that graphic, be Elijah Mitchell 14-1. And maybe Najee Harris at sixteen to one. He's and, pretty and much Pittsburgh a one man show. Showed right? a running game last year, yeah. and now with Mitch Trubisky, he's another running uh, threat in the backfield. So, yeah, Najee Harris certainly makes a lot of sense. He's up to two hundred and forty three pounds now. All right, we come back and preview Sunday night baseball: the Phillies and the Cardinals coming up uh, just after four o'clock Pacific, seven p.m. Eastern tonight. As we continue with betting across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn more BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. You're planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up now with BetMGM or log on to play to get the biggest piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is Betting Across America brought to you by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you for the final segment before we pass the baton to our friend Holden Kushner joining us via Detroit, or excuse me, Detroit, Denver, Colorado. Still basking in the glow for the uh, Stanley Cup finals yes, win indeed. by the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I had the pleasure of working with Holden a couple of times, uh, I want to say about six months ago or so, and uh, had a lot of fun doing the show here from Circa while he was there in Denver, Colorado, and he will be with you here shortly to take you through the v Bet Center after Wes and I sign off. But Wes, 
I'm hoping that uh, we're going to get JT Post into the winner's circle before we sign off here because uh, we would be able to celebrate a little yeah. bit. You, I, I told you on long shots earlier this week, I was trying to scoot away from you because I can feel the heat coming <laughs> off you. And I tell you what, it's getting even warmer. Uh, you hit Justin Thomas at the uh, PGA Championship. You hit Matthew Fitzpatrick at the U.S. Open. You hit Charles Schwartzel at the inaugural Live Golf Series event. You hit How Tong Lee, I believe it was last week on the European tour and now you're trying to get JT Post and home at 55 yeah. to 1. I tell you if you're following Wes Reynolds's golf plays uh, lately uh, you're a rich man. No, the whole crew has been doing very well. You you get another one on the board today with Adrian Moronk, the man from Poland. Finally gets that first DP World Tour win, and it was coming. I mean, if you read my write-ups and points read weekly and also there at vcin.com by Wednesday morning slash afternoon, and some of these guys, you'll see a lot of the same names because sometimes you got to stick with them. I did. I went against my own advice this week and didn't stick with Moronk. So you've been doing well. Matt Humans has been doing well. So the whole crew on Long Shots, we appreciate the support. We're trying to get four in a row here with uh, JT Poston. As, uh, I was just fascinated by this little... Uh, we were watching as we were coming in on the segment here, Brady. They're showing on the coverage. There was this big John Deere tractor that had like <laughs> an arm with a putter oh, where wow. you could butt and... and and yeah, there's all kind of John Deere uh, uh, tractors out there. So uh, a heavy equipment salesman's dream, really. But uh, built like a deer is JT Poston so far. 21 under. He has a three-stroke lead going into the 18th. I don't even know if BetMGM has prices up anymore. I it think that they've, they've gone ahead and taken it off with the three-shot lead. Uh, Christian Vizayden, who uh, right now is in second at 18 under. He's in the clubhouse. Emiliano Grillo at 18 under par. So I believe these would be the three. I'm not sure who's already in or out, but I believe it would be Poston, Bez, and Emiliano Grillo getting those spots. So uh, we will update on that if we can uh, get a chance, if we have time here at the end of the program. And nevertheless, uh, looking like we're going to get home 55 to 1. Thank you, JT Poston. It made it a little dicey at a couple moments, but it always is when you're betting these things. Oh, absolutely. And, and congrats to you. You know, he certainly came up on all the statistics I was looking at, but, you know, we really kind of came out of nowhere at the Travelers Championship. Mm -hmm. He has not had a tremendous season, had a great Travelers Championship, and obviously has turned that into it's, a win It's like a momentum thing, week. Brady, sometimes the week before, because, you know, he shot 64 on Sunday at the Travelers, ended up yep. T2 with uh, Sahith Degala, who could have won the thing. It was Xander Schauffele eventually got home. But when you looked at Poston, you saw some progress on the approach last week, and uh, that's what uh, made well, me want to be part it. of it. He was really good on approach this week. Yeah, second in approach last week at the Travelers, 13th in putting. So sometimes a guy can carry that over from week to week. Uh, uh, and look, this is a you know Evidently kind of a so, right? wide open downfield a little bit. Not a lot of star quality necessarily in this event. But uh, yeah, JT Poston's been tremendous. The greens and regulation numbers will wait till the final round uh, finishes, but. Very good on approach, very good on GIR, very good in terms of, uh, you know, uh, in terms of putting as well he was this good week. strokes gained around the green. Yes. Yes. So uh, very well done by JT Poston. That's going to be his second win. He won the 2019 Wyndham Championship. So look, a lot at stake here to your PGA Tour membership. Also, you know, the FedEx Cup points, getting into the Open Championship Masters. for uh, this week. Masters, PGA. So, you know, this is a big deal. And I know a lot of it, there was a lot of... Uh, 
besmirching or trash talking from some of the guys that are the live golf partisans because they had a better field at the top. They don't have anything else to talk about. Exactly. It's like, you know, this matters to these guys. And, and, you know, there's a lot more to me. Yeah. It's much more intriguing. Yeah. I don't want to just see guys play for a, b- a bunch of rich guys play for money. Yeah. I want no to see them play for Who championships. Who cares? Yeah. I want to see him play for championships and for world ranking points and getting into majors. That's the, that's kind of the part of like the PGA tour for guys that are like journeymen, you know, to get that first win or get into those FedEx cut points, you know, and keep their card. That's why we watch. And, and that's why we bet and uh, getting rewarded are both of us on this weekend. All right, a three-shot advantage for J.T. Poston over Christian Bezadenhout and Emiliano Grillo, who is still on the golf course. Uh, J.T. Poston playing the 18th hole, so a three-shot advantage uh, with just one hole left to play. Let's look at uh, Major League Baseball here before we get to our Sunday night preview. The Houston Astros walked off the Los Angeles Angels, and that completes a sweep over their American League West division rival. The Angels showed up to town and just got whitewashed mm-hmm. by the Houston Astros. Four to two year final. They cover the runs line as well. The Chicago Cubs and Boston Red Sox still tied at two apiece in the bottom of the ninth inning. The Cubs trying to walk this one off over the Boston Red Sox at two apiece. And the Arizona Diamondbacks still leading the Colorado Rockies five to three. They are now in the bottom of the eighth inning. Colorado is batting, trailing by two runs. And the Chicago White Sox looking for a sweep on the road here six to nothing over the san francisco giants the offense for the giants all three games in yeah. this series has been pathetic yeah and the white Sox trying to get closer to 500 that would put them i believe one game under and all of a sudden the giants kind of fading a yeah. little bit um well, you know remember last year that was kind of the big discussion like okay when are the giants gonna fade when right. are they gonna fade and they never did Won 107 games yeah, and they made the playoffs absolutely but now, you know, kind of coming back to earth a little bit. Uh, they're going to be 40 and 37 if this result holds this afternoon. So, look, when you've got the Padres and the Dodgers in your division, you're just falling backwards and backwards. So uh, we'll see if Gabe Kapler and company can get the ship righted second half of the season. Yeah, it looks like the Giants could fall nine and a half games back of the Dodgers as the Dodgers continue to lead the Padres one to nothing. Clayton Kershaw pitching a gem out there in Chavez Ravine today. Top of the sixth inning, Dodgers leading San Diego one to nothing. Your live line as far as the total is just four in that game. And the Seattle Mariners looking to take three out of four from the Oakland A's. They lead two to nothing right now in the bottom of the sixth up there in the Pacific Northwest. All right, Sunday night baseball, West. It'll go to first pitch at 4.08 Pacific, 7.08 Eastern time. It'll be Adam Wainwright and Zach Wheeler as the St. Louis Cardinals battle the Philadelphia Phillies. And the Phillies have really seen a lot of money here. We talked uh, with Derek Carty, one of our baseball experts, earlier in the program, and he liked Philadelphia here. Mm-hmm. On the overnight line, they were minus 135 on the money line. Now the consensus price is about minus 150. Yeah, and and look, uh, is Wainwright you know going to regress here a little bit? Wainwright's been so good this year for a guy forty years old, and and still being able to get guys out doesn't strike out a lot of guys, as Derek Cardi mentioned. But uh, you know, this is a guy that that'll pitch to contact. You know, when you get older as a pitcher, it's a it's a real estate agent deal, location, 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 <laughs> and that's what Adam Wainwright does. He gets a lot of curveballs, gets a lot of ground balls. Ninety one innings through fifteen starts so far this season, and 
only a 307 ERA. So that is absolutely terrific. Uh, Zach Wheeler, by the way, you look at his metrics, though. He's a lot better than his record. I think uh, he's 6-4 and, and four this year, but the XFIP is under 3. It and goes he, back to what we're talking about the Phillies, right? Defense and bullpen. Mm-hmm. It really puts a black mm-hmm. mark on their starting pitching. Yeah, I mean, how good's Aaron Nola been this year, Exactly. Right? Wheeler's one of the best uh, pitchers in Major League Baseball in terms of uh, wins above replacement this year. Ten and a half strikeouts per nine innings. That would be a career high for him. Uh, and and look, when he was with the Mets, he was only about eight and a half their nine innings. So, uh, you know, I don't disagree necessarily with the move here. I think Wainwright maybe could be regressing. I don't think I'm going to bet this as of yet because you worry about Wheeler. The, the XFIP is over four in career against the Cardinals. So, Wainwright, even though the move's on, on Wheeler here, I think some late money may come, depending on the lineup the Cardinals put out there tonight, may come on the Redbirds. Well, that price may get a little high. I, I think 145, 150 is about fair. If it got to 160, I'd certainly be taking a, taking a look at Adam Wainwright as well. That is going to do it for Wes Reynolds and myself. Thank you to Elliot Bauman, the rest of the crew behind the glass there for making this show happen. Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Next up is the VEASAN Bet Center with our friend Holden Kushner right here on VEASAN. Happy 4th, everybody. The Sports Betting Network. This is V. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.